1: typically we come on here we talk about nba nfts things like that today we have a bit of a special episode with the nfl season kicking off tonight we wanted to come on here and talk about the upcoming football season we're going to do a fancy football mock draft so that we can kind of talk about different players that we like uh i'm a huge bucks fan as you can tell here the hat the jersey so i'm very excited for tonight uh bucks versus cowboys it's going to be a great game Cowboys. Hey, wow. Okay. We, I'm, I'm sensing a, uh, a side bet here that we may have to do that. Uh, that could be interesting. Um, I, but no, I'm I really... wagered
0: a lot of money on the Cowboys, so I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can really? much
0: further. Yes, I did.
1: I'm not sure that's a smart choice there. I feel plus like... nine plus nine and yeah. uh, it. the spread. So it's I think not... with, I'm worried that Dak, I mean, he hasn't been practicing. He hasn't really been able to do a whole lot. So I'm kind of worried that he's going to be not himself. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. It looks like, I'm not sure. It's saying the broadcast is not available. So I see some people are watching. Maybe it's working on YouTube and Facebook, but not on Twitter. Uh, let me look into that really quick. Oliver, what are, I mean, I know you're a, you're a Bears fan. Share your thoughts on kind fan. of the... Yeah, share your thoughts on the upcoming Bears season while I try to figure this out.
0: Absolutely. Well, we've got... Somehow, we've decided to start Andy Dalton, which for the mind of me, I can't understand just based on the fact that Justin Fields is this rookie quarterback that you drafted for a reason. And it looks like Justin Fields is just a better player right now. I mean, if we're just going to go apples to oranges and put, you know, one to the other, or whatever the case may be, I don't think this was much of a QB like battle in a sense. And so, yeah, I'm a little bit intrigued as like what happens. Obviously it feels like most people think that Justin Fields will start at some point throughout the season, whether it's after week one or whether it's after week four. So I think, uh, I think the bears have an interesting team. I don't think they're going to be that great, but I do expect their defense to be solid like they usually are. And I expect the offense to, uh, progress from last season. So I think David Montgomery is still a really, really good running back that has been kind of overlooked. Uh, that's a guy, you know, draft pick wise, I would definitely look at for fantasy drafts and, um, yeah, I, I I I'm excited for the season just because I'm really looking forward to seeing Justin Fields play. But yeah, that offensive line is not great, and that may be part of the reason why they're just like prolonging him starting. <laughs>
1: Good job stalling. We got the links situated. We're good to go. uh, Tweeted out. uh, There's some issue there, but it is fixed now. So again, for people that are just joining in, because some people may not have seen this to start the show off, this is our NFL special. We do have a NBA top shot pack to give away at the end of this episode. So stick around for that at the very end. You can win a top shot pack. Uh, We we give one away every single week. So we'll open it here. You can see what moments are in there and then we'll transfer them to you in a few days. Uh, But yeah, today we're going to do a Fantasy football draft. That's gonna allow us to kind of jump around a bit, talk about different players and teams that we're interested in. I'm very interested in your in your Bears. I think that Allen Robinson is going too low in fantasy drafts. He's gonna have the best quarterback of his career, which is kind of crazy to think. Even if it's Andy Dalton to start the year, that's better than Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky. Like it's kind of crazy that he's gonna, you know, for the first time have a, a decent quarterback. And then once Justin Fields comes in, the upside's crazy. So. I'm actually pretty high on him and Darnell Mooney in fantasy drafts this year.
0: Al, well, Allen Robinson, listen to this. Alan Robinson has not dropped a pass beyond 20 plus yards downfield since 2016. Yeah, that's, that's crazy.
1: That's, that's a great insane. stat. That so, is a great. Yeah,
0: that's wild. Okay. Going into your, your, your thing here. I mean, it feels like Alan Robinson is going to be good. I, everybody knows this every year going in and it feels like he is under drafted a lot of the times. Now, I, I don't know where his projection is this year, but I, I want to say he's like mid rounds area and you know, he's a wider receiver one, like in fantasy, he's one of the top 32, like, you know, yeah. so, um, no, I think
1: he's going in like the, you can, I could get him sometimes cause I usually go running back, running back. So there's sometimes where I'm getting him at that third, fourth round and I, yeah I'm still there at times um just because i think he's he's super talented but this is our mock draft war we're doing it on sleeper this isn't uh sponsored but uh it's just the easiest way for us to invite some friends in here and do it so let's go ahead and start this draft um i did uh get the number 1 pick here uh easy choice christian mccaffrey obviously had injuries last year but is a monster this is a ppr 12 team league uh, when you have McCaffrey, he's just such a big advantage. Uh, he's so good as a as a rusher, as a pass catcher. So um, we have Joel Brigham joining us here. He's helping us out. We used to work with him at Basketball Insiders, and we actually we're all in a fantasy football league together. It's from it's my favorite league. Uh, it's super active. There's like tons of huge trades. Oliver's kind of known every year for making these uh, crazy trades and like selling off all of his draft picks. Oliver keeps selling them
0: off screen. and then buying them all back and then selling them off <laughs> yeah, again. I literally, literally do this transition throughout the season based on where I am. I, you know, look, I, if I'm tanking, I'm tanking. I'm not I like, like middle tier tanking. It's <laughs> like throw
1: everything against the wall if I'm going to do it. And then the best is yeah. when you were tanking and sold off all your like best players and got a bunch of picks. And then like three weeks later, you were like, you know what? I'm going to trade all these picks for veterans. My and team you, like... was better.
0: It was like, it was like, <laughs> I was like two and one. I had a solid points, uh, points per game, essentially. Like I, you know, the, my points yeah. were like one of the highest in the league. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm more competitive than I thought I'd be. And You're the now wild card. yeah, yeah. So I'm the wild card. I I, I do like that. It every uh, everything needs it everybody needs it so with this pick here i'm going to go alvin kamara i think that's a no brainer i really like alvin kamara this year i like zeke this year i'm very high on both those guys i don't really know why i don't have like an explanation for it but kamara and zeke having down years last year i feel like people are maybe sleeping on them i saw zeke go 7th i think in one of my zeke. leagues
1: yeah he's a so, so slippery I think the, you know, he had some injuries last year. He struggled once Dak Prescott got hurt, but yeah, you'd have to imagine with Dak back, he's going to be fine. Um, he actually went pretty high in this draft, number four. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I've seen Derrick Henry and uh, some of the others go before him, but yeah, Kamara, I think he's going to be fine. He's so good, especially in PPR like this. Uh, yeah. And now all their pass catchers, you know, Michael Thomas is down, Adam Troutman, I think he's going to play tomorrow or on Sunday, but um, yeah. they've had you know different injuries. They're tight end. Um, and they're so, and they're
0: displaced. They're in Texas, right? So like Yeah, right? it's, it's
1: a crazy time, but he should get tons of targets and and he should be fine. I think he's going to be great this year, Kamara. Um all right, so you're up again, Oliver. Do you typically go running back wide receiver, running back running back? Don't have a ends?
0: don't have a strategy with that. I okay. have a strategy with best available player in my opinion. So if the best available player in my opinion is a wide receiver, I'm going to take a wide receiver. If the best player available is a running back? I'm going to take a running back, a tight end, etc. But it's on my draft board, you know what I mean? So I'm not looking at Got this it. and saying, "Oh, I want to pick Antonio Gibson." Like I don't feel comfortable with Antonio Gibson. I don't feel comfortable with the Washington football team in general right now. Wow. So I don't want to pick Antonio Gibson. I'm going to go with my boy Justin Jefferson, who's been holding it down for me in every single fantasy league I have. I have him in every single. You league. do. <laughs> so yeah. he's my boy. I love him. I think uh, you know, he's the next like Randy Moss esque type of guy. He's just like he gets a massive target share in a great offense with Kirk Cousins, who albeit isn't a great quarterback, but does throw a lot in that offense. And, you know, I, I just think he's gonna continue doing what he was doing the last like eight to ten weeks of last season. So I'm going Justin Jefferson here.
1: Yeah, last year when the defense started struggling too at the end of the year, they did start passing more and and Cousins played well. I mean, he's not the sexy guy, you know, the sexy pick that you want in fantasy. See, I, I'm, I'm going to push back on what you said about Antonio Gibson. I think he's going to be a monster this year. Last year he was so efficient and he really flashed. Uh, I think he's going to break out this year. So I'm really bummed that Joel just took him. That's really what I was counting on. I was going to go uh, – I usually go running back, running back. So McCaffrey Gibson would have been my dream start, but because I don't like how my team looks when I go wide receiver or tight end early uh, and running back dries up so quickly. So I'm really bummed that Gibson didn't make it to me. I could go CEH. Yeah, I have two picks here. So I'm thinking the first one, I'm kind of low on DeAndre Swift this year. That offense is going to be pretty rough. Um, I think CEH is kind of the last guy in this tier that I have. I'm not a big Josh Jacobs fan with Kenyon Drake there. Um, I do like Chris Carson, but... I think this would be kind of a reach to take him here. And you look at the wide receivers, you know, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, who we talked about, C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to go with – let's go Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And like then the – yeah, he, he was good last year. And then, you know, obviously once Le'Veon Bell came. Bit. Yeah, Le'Veon came and started taking touches away. But now Le'Veon's not there. They do have Daryl Williams. But I feel like he's going to be fine. He's going to get tons of carries. And uh, last year was such a hard year for those rookies. Uh, I think he'll be Okay. And then in PPR, I think Keenan Allen is the guy I have to go with here. I like Perry, and I like Allen Robinson a lot, but give me uh, Keenan Allen because it's PPR. I think uh, he's going to be great this year too. I mean, Justin Herbert gives him so many targets and just throws to him nonstop. Keenan Allen just – yeah,
0: you just throw him the ball, and he's in the vicinity. It's a wrap. I mean, the guy gets 10 catches like – regularly it's it's really pretty insane like kind of the numbers that he puts up every year
1: so uh joel is on the clock here we can look at the board no huge surprises in round one uh let's see johnson taylor went a little bit lower than typically i think uh eckler number 11 is great mclaurin McLaurin, yeah team 12 interesting strategy uh went mahomes and kelsey so he went the chief stack doesn't have a receiver or running back yet uh interesting there i mean t- if this is super flex taking Mahomes first round's a no-brainer but in a regular league i'm someone that tends to wait on quarterback um unless there's like a screaming value like in one of my leagues justin herbert fell like two rounds later than he should have been going so yeah i'll pounce on that opportunity but typically i hold off on quarterback till much later i tend to find myself drafting like a ryan Tannehill or matthew stafford or one of those kind of guys um what are you thinking here? Walk me through your options.
0: Yeah. I mean, my look, George Kittle at this point, he's what are we? We're three three. Yeah. I mean, I'm like six to seven picks off of where George Kittle should have gone. I like George Kittle as a tight end. I obviously the injury and stuff is a concern, but uh no matter what, whether it's Jimmy or whether it's Trey Lance, the tight end is usually that like all reliable, you know what I mean? Like quarterbacks really like going to tight ends. And I like the fact that both of these guys are under pressure, uh, like Jimmy and Trey Lance, if Trey does decide to play or they split snaps or whatever. So I'm going to go George Kittle here just because I really feel like there's some value at this point in the game.
1: Yeah, I think too, like whenever you can just set it and forget it at tight end, that's so that's so nice. It's always so stressful whenever you go with one of the late tight ends. And, you know, we've seen a number of these guys, whether it was Kittle or Darren Waller or Mark Andrews, like some of these guys end up popping after being later picks, but I think when you have that kind of guy where you don't have to worry about jumping at the waiver wire and looking for a tight end, I think that's so nice to have. So, yeah, that's a good pick there. Um, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Man, Tyler Kyler Murray. Murray. Oh. Some quarterbacks off the board. Uh, your boy David Montgomery went to Team 11. Um, yeah. So Team 12, after going Mahomes and Kelsey, has Swift and Cooper. Um, we also saw CeeDee Lamb. Interesting, Amari Cooper, but before C.D. Lamb. I've seen it uh, you know, swapped a bit in some drafts. Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, and now – you were on the board. Uh, top receivers: Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, uh, Daryl Henderson, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, Javante yeah. Williams. What are you thinking? I'm going Daryl Henderson
0: here. I, I think this is the play. Uh, like once again, value. It's like he was supposed to be picked like seven to eight picks ago. In my, I like opinion. it. So I would
1: have I would have went with him too. I think people are scared because they think Sony Michelle is going to come in and take over. You know this big role in that offense, but. Henderson has been really good when he's been healthy. And I think Michelle is someone that's there because they didn't have anyone behind him that had any NFL experience. It was Xavier Jones and Jake Funk. So I think that was a depth uh, move. And now, I mean, it paid off. Xavier Jones just had a a season-ending injury. So it makes sense why they did it. I don't think it means Henderson's not going to be really involved in that offense. So good pick. I was hoping he would fall to me. Uh, Let's see. I like Miles Gaskin. I actually, you know what? I, I think Mike Davis is going too low, and then Gus Edwards is still there too, and he's interesting with the injuries to uh, J.K. Dobbins and now Justice Hill too. Uh, they did bring in Le'Veon Bell, but I'm not too concerned. I'm not, I am not. I don't think he has much left in the tank, just to be honest. Um, who's there at wide receiver? I'm
0: surprised DJ Moore is going as low as he is in a lot of these drafts. He's the number one wide receiver in Carolina, which granted Carolina has a new kind of offense built around Sam Darnold, but I'm really high on Sam Darnold. I think he's gonna be like one of the breakout candidates this year at quarterback. And if you do believe that, then you have to believe that the wide receiver one is going to have some impact. And I think DJ Moore has shown that he's he can be reliable when he has a quarterback that trusts him.
1: I had him last year and he was very good some weeks, but he was kind of frustrating because he was very boomer bust. So there were like those weeks where he'd have 30 points, then like he'd have some of those dud weeks. Um yeah. but yeah, I think he's he's very, very, very talented. Um so I'm I'm torn here. I like Gus Edwards, but I also like Mike Davis. Um, I think I'm gonna go Mike Davis here, just because I think that workload is. I think he. I don't think there's really anyone else there. I mean, we we saw they signed Wayne Gallman, but I think you know even if he gets a couple he's carries per day. he's the clear
0: game, cut number one. Whereas yeah. Gus Edwards, like now you have Le'Veon Bell in the fold here. I I wouldn't be shocked. Like I picked up Le'Veon Bell in every league that I could. I feel like he's going to get some touches in that system. And if he does break out and have a couple good games, it's
1: like, how can you not start him? (laughs) And I think Davis, he's just going to get, I mean, we saw last year, he was very solid, at least for the first half of the year. I think he's going to get a ton of carries, a ton of receptions. uh, So I think he's pretty safe there. And again, it's all, I I kind of like draft based on tiers. I think there's a pretty big drop off after Mike Davis. I do like Miles Gaskin a bit, um, but I don't want to have to end up starting someone like Mostert or Melvin Gordon or Leonard Fournette in my flex. Just because those guys have, you know, shared backfields, they're talented, but it's just kind of scary. You know, you don't really know what their workload is going to be week to week. So now I'm looking at DJ Moore. Uh, Let's see. You know what? I think I'm actually going to reach on someone a little bit lower. I love Deontay Johnson. Um, So even though DJ Moore here, it says that he's the higher, you know, rated, he goes earlier. I think Deontay Johnson is going to be my pick. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. So, give me Deontay Johnson.
0: Interesting. I think hey, he's going to get
1: a ton of targets and that offense is going to be, you know, kind of what we saw last year before they kind of fell off at the end of the year. I think he's going to be very good this year.
0: I think Juju Smith-Schuster is the guy to look out for in that offense. I know it sounds crazy, but I he fell off last year, felt like there were some things going on. He comes back this year, obviously. I don't know if it's a contract year. I, I have to do some research there, but I, I want to say that He's on a pretty low end contract right now. Yeah, kind of trying to get himself back to that. A goal. one year deal
1: too. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a proven year. Contract year, him.
0: prove it year. So I like guys like that. That's one thing. I actually have a list for my fantasy leagues of contract year guys. Mm. I love drafting contract year guys. That's like my favorite go to when in doubt. So yeah, and I might
1: regret. I, I think one thing I tend to do. I have DJ Moore in a lot of leagues. Uh, so I think sometimes I find myself like. Ah, uh, mixing it up a little bit, like diversifying. If I had DJ Moore a lot, I'm like, oh, let me go Deontay Johnson just in case yeah. there's an issue with Moore. So I think those guys are very close for me. I definitely like consider DJ Moore, but I'm a big Deontay Johnson fan. I think he's gonna get tons of targets. I'm not as worried about Juju. I think he gets a lot of targets, but he hasn't really been the same receiver the last few years. And then there's Chase Claypool, or uh, sorry, Chase Claypool there as well. So that is somewhat concerning. But um, yeah, I'm. A, I think Deontay Johnson has the the higher floor and his upside's still there. So. Um, What are you thinking here? Let me so Tyler show Lockett just went. Available.
0: I am going to reach, and when I say reach, I'm going, not not oh. too far. It okay. Like 20 picks later, probably. Mm. Uh, actually, you know what? I think I can still get them. I'm yeah, they might fall to you next round. I, yeah, I'm going to take my chance. I'm going to draft DJ Moore just because the value's there. It makes sense. We'll go ahead and pick DJ Moore. And then I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that the guy that I want is still there.
1: there go. It's going to be very uh, do, close. So I want to shout out, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fantasy football fan. I'm constantly listening to fantasy football podcasting. You know, who uh, are you hoping for?
0: Odell. I, that's my guy, oh. man. I, I I think he is being, I, I just, I love guys coming off injuries, trying to prove it, trying to get back in shit, like all that stuff. I feel like is hindering him in fantasy drafts right now. He should not be going in the fifth or sixth rounds of these drafts. And right now it's like in my league, I I think I got in the seventh round and I was like, this is great value. He's going to be the number one wide receiver in Cleveland as long as he's healthy. And if he returns and he's as strong as everybody talks about and as good as he is and as fit as he is, whatever I, I, I just, I don't, Find that many other receivers that intriguing. At that. I'll push back on that.
1: Uh, I, I think I'm concerned because he had the injuries last year. It's been a few years since we saw OBJ be OBJ, and then that offense. If he was in a different offense, I think he could have a great bounce back year. But I'm worried because they don't throw a ton. I mean, they're obviously giving the ball to Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt a lot. And I think he'll. I think he's good. Don't get me wrong. In this range, he could be a value because he's one of the few guys that you can get in this round that have that kind of top 10 upside. Um, you don't see that very often uh, in this range. Um, but I think, I don't know, I had him last year. I think I'm one of those people that had him last year and was burned by him. So I'm just frustrated. Uh, so I'm like, I, I have him in one league and it's because he fell to like the ninth round. And I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. I have to take yeah. him. But I think a lot of people feel like me. They've had him in other leagues. They've been burned. And they're just like, I'm not having anything to do with that guy. Get him off my team. But if he can bounce back and stay healthy, I mean, even if he's not the OBJ that we saw in New York, I think he could still be very effective for you, especially if he's your wide receiver two or three, depending on your roster construction.
0: Well, I'm gonna reach here. I'm gonna reach again. I'm gonna go with a quarterback and I'm not going with the GOAT, Tom Brady. I'm gonna go with yeah. Matthew Stafford.
1: I think that offense is gonna be so good. I was really bummed that I couldn't get Robert Woods or Cooper Cup. I'm high on both of those guys. Love um, I yeah. like Tyler Higbee too, not to give away, oh, how is Gus Edwards still there? He just went now. So that's interesting. We saw Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Javante Williams go before Gus Edwards. That's a great pick there. I like what Joel's done here. Dalvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, Gus Edwards as his running backs, and then McLaurin, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett as his receivers. That's a great start. Uh shout out to Joel. Uh, I think your team's pretty solid too. I like your your start as well, Oliver. Hey, so do-
0: I think all three of our teams are solid. I, I don't think you can yeah. go wrong with any of them. I think so far there's not any crazy picks or outlandish thinking here. But I do yeah. think as you get into these later rounds, you can start to see some some big differences. So
1: so pretty crazy that so many quarterbacks have gone. Again, this isn't super flex. So we've already seen yep. team, your team, team 4, team 5, team 7, team 8, team 9, team 10, team 11, team 12 – all have quarterbacks. So when you look at quarterback, it's Ryan Tannehill, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. So because of that, I'm gonna wait another round or two before going QB. I think I can afford can to wait. You can definitely
0: sit at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going for Matthew Stafford because that between you, me, and Joel, I was thinking somebody. Yeah, it's like
1: no, that makes sense. So. I like Robbie Anderson here a bit. I also like Jerry Judy. Um, Let me think, who should I go with? I'm not high on Kenny Galladay. I think that's, I don't like Daniel Jones. I think he's going to really struggle this year. Um, And he's had so many issues staying healthy. He's injured right now. Um, So I am conflicted here. I'm going to go Jerry Judy. I think he has the potential to break out. Uh, he has tons of upside. He's going last year. He had so many passes that were uncatchable. I think he led the league in uncatchable passes. So with Teddy Bridgewater stepping in, I think he's going to, he'll benefit Judy more than he does Cortland Sutton. Because I think Sutton needs that quarterback that's willing to throw the ball up and, uh, you know, go deep and just give him tons of contested catches with Judy. You know, he's great as a route runner, great at getting separation. Bridgewater's an accurate quarterback that kind of, you know, has a, a shorter average depth of target. So I think he's going to go to Judy more often. So uh, let me go with him and then what running backs are there. I do like Trey Sermon. I'm intrigued by him, especially I, one thing I've been doing in some leagues is taking Mike Davis and Trey Sermon because I think Davis is going to have a great start to the year. And then Sermon in the second half could really emerge uh, once he kind of wins that job yeah. uh, over Raheem Mostert. So it kind of guarantees you a solid flex guy for you know the first half and the second half. That's one thing that I've heard like Kyle Yates and some of the guys at the fantasy pros podcast talk about. So I am considering Trey Sermon here. Uh, I'm also looking, let's see. I at wide receiver. Should I, hold on. Let me just look at the board again here. Maybe I'll actually go with both the guys I was considering. I can wait a little bit. Uh, Let me try to go Robbie Anderson here. I think, I I think he's going a bit low. Uh, You mentioned DJ Moore last year. Anderson played really well too. And, um you know Sam Darnold's coming in they have some chemistry I think Darnold's gonna be better away from Adam Gase so uh, I think he's a pretty safe pick so let me go Robbie Anderson I actually don't love this team uh it's much different than some of the teams I've been drafting but I think you know Joel's team is better than mine for sure so I I don't love it but um we'll keep going here see how it goes
0: yeah this is uh now it starts getting interesting like there's definitely some reaches here that I'm looking at like 20, 30 I to... picks later that I, I would. And here's the issue too. Like we all drafted in the top three. So we have to consider the next 15 picks basically, you know, yeah. you have to go like 15 picks ahead to kind of gauge where you're going to pick or else you may lose out on the guy that you want.
1: Right. It's harder, you know, if you're in the middle, you can kind of see, okay, can I pick this guy in, you know, eight, the nine picks. But when whatever. you have to wait so long, it, there's so many guys that go off the board and it's kind of hard to plan ahead. And yeah, I think one thing that they, they always talk about too, like I've heard different analysts say that when you're at the beginning or the end, you're kind of, you're not really, you're kind of setting trends versus reacting to them. So. Yep you can create a run on quarterbacks or a run on wide receivers. Uh, look at that. See, I think Damian Harris is another great pick from Joel. Uh, now with Mac Jones being the quarterback there, there's tons of goal line opportunities that Cam Newton got last year that Harris could get. Um, I think he's doing a great job in this draft. Joel is. Um, yeah, he's got
0: a, got a good pick here. I, I am looking all over the place. You know what? I, I love this kid out of, uh, uh, on the Colts. Uh, I think, I think he has a chance to really be the the standout wide receiver one on this team uh, for now and for the future with obviously T.Y. Hilton out. I'm going to go Michael Pittman and reach here for Michael Pittman.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, I think he has a shot too. I mean with Hilton out and hopefully like some improved quarterback play there. He was a rookie last year. I think see, there's Trey Sermon. Dang it. Um, yeah.
0: I like, I like, Pittman. The running backs. look at that.
1: Yeah. I don't get right. the Rob Gronkowski love anymore, you know? He, I don't get he, it either. Uh, Again, I, it blows my mind. I'm the biggest Bucks fan, but, like, O.J. Howard is healthy and looking good in the preseason, so, you know, it's kind of a – it's not like he's going to be the only tight end there that's getting – you know, catching passes. They also have Cam Brate that they put in sometimes, and, yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Like, he's available as a free agent in some of the leagues that I'm in, and here you have him going in the eighth round. Yeah, well, there's still really good players out there. I don't really understand it either, but – I mean, I hope he's great as a Bucks fan, but I'm surprised he went this high. Ronald Jones is a great pick. I'm going to talk about Ronald Jones for a second while you weigh your options. Yeah. Everyone talks about Leonard Fournette as a starter. We saw Fournette went around earlier uh, to Team 8 here. But last year, Rojo was so much better than Fournette to the point that Fournette was inactive for several games at the end of the season. And then Rojo got injured and got COVID. And that's why Fournette stepped up and had the role that he did in the playoffs. And granted, he was amazing. Lombardi Lenny like as a Bucks fan I love that dude you know he killed it but I think I think this year you know we start we've already seen the preseason games Rojo is the starter uh and now they have Giovanni Bernard taking over that third down role where he's gonna be catching passes I think Rojo is gonna get more carries and more and he's always been really good with those carries last year before his injuries he was I think third or fourth in the league in rushing yards. So I think is actually going lower than expected and or lower than he should. People are acting like Fournette's a starter and the guy to get, but I think is the guy there that could really have a strong year and surprise people and be a great sleeper.
0: Speaking of sleepers, I'm drafting another receiver here. I'm going to go ahead and draft Corey Davis.
1: Ah, I love Corey Davis. He's another one of those guys, like he's a wide receiver, one on his team. He was very good last year. And he has a rookie all- quarterback that, we don't know who he's going to pick to. I
0: mean, that I think that's the big thing here is like the rookie quarterbacks lean to the guys that are vets on the, on teams that have performed well in the past, whether it's the tight end or like the wide receiver one typically. And so if you're thinking that Corey Davis seems like the, the it, it just, I I'm surprised at how low he's been drafted in every yeah. league I've been a part of.
1: No, I agree with that. I think, uh, Zach Wilson targeted him a ton, too, in the preseason. Like, there was one game where literally every single time Davis ran a route, he threw to him. So, I mean, they're already kind of developing a connection. I think Davis is a guy that, like, should be going earlier in drafts, and he's going to be great this year. So, I like that pick a lot. And actually, you know, I would have went Davis when you took Pittman. So, it's kind of like you did the – I mean, (laughs) really, it's like you flip flop the picks that I would have made. So, you got the guy that you you could have got last round anyway. So, uh, good work there. I'm going to go – Laviska Chenault, I think he is going to step in and get so many targets. We saw last year he was kind of that short pass kind of guy that run screens for him and uh, slants, things like that. I think he's going to be fantastic, and I think he's going to get even more work now because Travis Etienne is going to be out for the year. They were yeah. kind of going to use Etienne in that pass catcher role and give him a lot of those targets. They don't have a good tight end, so I think Chenault's now going to get even more targets from a rookie quarterback that wants that, you know, Target near him, like Marvin Jones, DJ Chark. Those are both more deep threats. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to throw the ball to Chenault a ton, so I like him there. And then uh, we saw now every team I think has a QB. Joel went with Ryan Tannehill there. So do I take Jalen Hurts in case one of these? Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You're not going to do J- you're going to you're not going to do Trevor Lawrence, no? No, like I, I like Lawrence, but I think Hurts with his rushing upside, I you know that's interesting to me. Um, I could have probably waited another round on QB, but I've seen it happen in some of these drafts when you have to wait that entire, you know, yeah, two rounds to get back to you. Some of these teams, especially some of the computer drafting teams start taking backup quarterbacks. And then you're left with, you know, a Baker Mayfield or a Kirk cousins or someone like that as your starter. So I'd rather just get Jalen hurts and be good to go. I think he does have upside as a rusher. Uh, he has Devonte Smith, who's much better than all the receivers he had last year. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to trust him there. You take oh, Zach, Zach Moss. Moss.
0: I think he's the bona fide surefire number one in Buffalo. I think people talking about Singletary, Singletary it reminds me of Darren Sproles a lot when he runs. And for that reason, I think he should be utilized in like a third down back kind of role. Whereas Zach Moss feels like the one, two, four back or four, down, like the four, the traditional four down back, you know, he's a little you bit bigger, a little bit beefier. Uh, you know, it just seemed like the consistent running from his end felt m- more of a fit with Buffalo's offense. So I'm going to go uh, Zach Moss. I, I I do like having Singletary and Moss with the handcuff situation, just because there is some question marks around like how many touches each of them are going to get. But I really think Zach Moss is, is above Devin Singletary by quite a ways.
1: Yeah, I heard someone make the argument too that like you know they want to protect Josh Allen. Uh, he has this huge contract now. Like rather than just running him into you know at goal line situations, using him and risking him getting hurt, if you have someone like Zach Moss who can be good in that role, maybe they do give him some more of those goal line carries that that would really help him. Um, and yeah, it would not surprise me if Moss really uh, you know earns much more carries this year, many more carries with uh, Singletary struggling because we really haven't seen anything from him, unfortunately. Um, Who are you looking at here?
0: This is a tough one because I do want to go quarterback. Obviously, Baker and Justin Fields, I think, are both pretty good quarterbacks as backups. I'm a big believer in having a strong backup. If your starting quarterback goes down and he is elite or one of the top seven or eight quarterbacks, you do need somebody to fall back on that isn't on the waiver wire every week. And I, I hate messing around with my team that much. So for me, I love having backups, especially with this COVID situation. Like, you never know who's going to be missing and who's going to be out last minute, so I've always relied on depth on my teams, and that's why I say like best available is always my go-to. Darnell Mooney's just sitting there though at one seventeen. I, like, I it's super tempting. I have as a, a fan, especially. I have four wide receivers on my team already though, so for me, I, I'm going to go ahead and pick Justin Fields just for you know obviously the Bear Bear fan in me. Wait, no, I'm not. I auto picked. Oh no, <laughs> I Hold wasted on. my time. I was explaining we might be able
1: to undo that. Let me look. I don't know what it's fine. Le- leave it. I'm good. Sure? It's gut check. Let's go. You actually might be able to get Justin Fields here in a second. He took hey, to we'll So I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking him. So no, no worries. Be, you should be yeah. okay here. So yeah.
0: I mean, ba- Baker or Justin, I think they're both good backup quarterbacks in your fantasy league. And I would pick them or use a pick on them instead of go to the waiver wire
1: to find somebody to replace my starting quarterback. So I was hoping to get Darnell Mooney there. Um, I need a tight end. I saw uh, Tyler Higby go, and that's the guy that I've been getting late in, in most drafts. So I'm going to go with Johnny Smith. Both in, both New England guys are there. I think that Johnu, he's the one they signed first. I believe they gave him more money. And we've seen Hunter Henry's had a hard time staying healthy. So I think that Jonu, he played really well last year, but then Tennessee just didn't throw him the ball very much, but he still had tons of touchdowns. I think yep. that New England's going to utilize him really, you know, in a great way. And uh, he could actually be like their leading target, uh, you know, tar- most targeted player in that offense because they don't really have tons of receivers. It's Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. Like, I think Jonu could actually be really solid this year. So let me go with him. And then I'm going to do the same thing that you talked about at QB, but I'm going to go Trey Lance. Um, I think Trey Lance is going to be a monster this year. And I think at some point he's going to become uh, sooner than later, the starting quarterback. And again, shout out to Kyle Yates and everyone at the Fantasy pros podcast. I've listened to them a ton. They've kind of talked about this strategy where go with a wait on quarterback, go with someone like a Jalen hurts or a Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and then if Trey Lance becomes the starter in week five, he has the rushing upside and the the talent, you know, the potential to become a top 10 type fantasy QB right away so you kind of grab that I'm on an auto pick somehow you oh did it not give you Justin Fields again yeah it went it went Callaway okay hold on let's let's pause this and you can look at that hold on uh, no, Justin oh. Fields got back to you he got. he got no he, he oh no. but mind. I was
0: gonna I was gonna draft Baker Mayfield but what's weird is it turned me on auto pick I don't know if I've just been like idle for her. okay
1: hold on let's pause this Let's see. How do you turn off auto-pick? Do you see this right here? This I option? turned it. I turned
0: it off. I turned it okay, off. So now. It should be good now. But for whatever reason, I think it was just idle for too long or something, and
1: it just. Oh turned. weird. Yeah. Okay. Very Good. Yeah. I had go ahead. No
0: intention of drafting Callaway.
1: Well. <laughs>
0: too <laughs> so, late now. All yeah. right.
1: That's the good uh, thing about this being a mock
0: draft, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So in this in this instance, I would have had Baker Mayfield there. That would have been my backup quarterback. Uh, that would have been where we went. And then this pick I may as well use on a quarterback at this point. Uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to use it on a quarterback. There's tons available. I'm going to go back up tight end. I'm going to go Austin Hooper out of Cleveland. I think Cleveland is going to be a super bowl contender. And if they are going to be Austin Hooper needs to be in the fold. Odell Beckham needs to be in the fold. All these guys need, their offense has to be elite, like top five in the NFL. And if that's the case, I, th- I think that they have a really good shot at-, at making the Super Bowl.
1: See, I'm just so worried about Baker, about Hooper, about OBJ because of their rushing. I feel like they run the ball so much with Chubb and Hunt that they don't pass the ball a ton. They have a good defense. So, like, they can just lean on that running game. You know, I, I hope that they pass the ball more because I do have Baker in one of the leagues that we're in. But I don't know that it just worries me because we've seen that they prefer it, you know, to throw the ball like 20 times. Like it seems like they really just want to run the ball as much as they can. But if they do kind of let uh, Baker pass the ball a bit more, you know, I could see that those picks paying off. Um, let's see. I, in these kind of, in this range, I tend to go after the younger high upside type guys. So I'm set at QB. I think I'm okay at tight end. Maybe later on, I grab, you know, someone else, but, um, Rashad Babin was a favorite of mine before he got injured. Uh, I'm going to go Terrace Marshall. I'm a big fan of his. I think uh, he could be interesting. And I also have Robbie Anderson. So, I mean, maybe I, between the two of those guys, one of them should emerge as, you know, a, a key player for me. And then I liked Rondale more, but he just went right before me. Again, I love what Joel's doing in this draft. Um, He's doing well. Let me see. I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot, but... I mean, yeah, I only have three running backs too. So let me go Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I think in Chuba Hubbard went, which sucks because he's my handcuffer, CMC. But Stevenson, I think he's going to have a significant role this year. Uh, He looked great in the preseason. You know, one of the reasons why they traded Sony Michel. So I'm going to go with him. Um, You're up. Oh, it's getting tough now. It's
0: getting tough. It's getting tough. Um, I do need a backup quarterback. I'm not that concerned with it. Uh, you know who I'm gonna pick? Brian Edwards. Um I'm a real big believer in Brian Edwards. I think he can be a great, great, great receiver in fantasy. Um I I think he's he could be the number one, uh, but I I think depending on how Ruggs does and everything else, but yeah, I, I like Brian Edwards in that in that slot or pick
1: yeah i think he's a oh that's our last pick wasn't it huh. huh all right so go ahead we can run through our teams here um my quarterback is jalen hurts i got trey Lance as my backup uh my running backs are christian mccaffrey clyde edwards helaire my starting re- or receivers are Ky- uh, keenan allen deontay johnson jerry judy uh then i got robbie anderson lavisca chenault and terrace marshall on my bench um my flex is probably going to be mike davis Uh, and then I have Ramondre Stevenson as a backup running back. Well, I'm really glad I drafted him then because I only had three running backs at that point. So uh, not my best draft. I don't love it. Um, One of the things I found that's kind of hard about drafting number one is by the time it gets back to you, a lot of those receivers are off the board. If I could do it again, I might have passed on Mike Davis and taken one of these other receivers like a DJ Moore or a Tyler Lockett and maybe the following round go with Gus Edwards if he was there. Um, So... Not too bad, but uh, let's go ahead and run through your team.
0: Yeah, so Kamara, obviously, Justin Jefferson. I, I think those are two two of the best in fantasy. Um, George Kittle. That's. I'm still. Look, I had to take him. It's like one of those things. It's like eight picks, nine picks goes by, and and he's still sitting there. It's. It just seemed like I had to pick him. Uh, so I like the pick. I'm not like uh, overjoyed by it, but it felt like the obvious choice. Daryl Henderson, DJ Moore, solid, pretty satisfied there. Starting quarterback Matthew Stafford. Uh, looks like my starting lineup right now, as it stands, is Matthew Stafford, Alvin Kamara, Daryl Henderson, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, George Kittle, and then I have Corey Davis in the uh, the the uh, flex position. However, I may swap Zach Moss and Corey Davis depending on the situation here. So,
1: yeah, you know I like. Kamar and Henderson as your backfield. Again, I think Henderson's going to surprise some people. I like Kittle. Again, having a set it and forget it tight end is great. Uh, your receivers are, are very good. Uh, Jefferson, Moore. Davis is one of my favorites as far as like sleepers. And then Darnell Mooney is a guy I've been trying to get everywhere. Uh, we talked about it. Last year, the quarterback play wasn't good for uh, Chicago. So him being able to have an upgrade there is going to be great. And then Pittman is a, and Callaway are two sleepers that could break out. And Edwards, too. They're high upside guys. So um yeah i like the team a lot and then stafford again i think he's gonna be fantastic and uh that offense especially with the injury to cam Akers, i think they're gonna pass even more um than than they would they would have you know not enough to like hurt henderson but i think he'll still be great uh again joel brigham gotta shout him out his team is ryan Tannehill with justin fields as his backup uh his running backs starting running backs are dalvin cook antonio gibson starting receivers terry mclaurin julio jones tyler lockett uh, he's got Gus Edwards or Damian Harris in his flex. He also has Sony Michelle, just in case he uh, breaks out or takes over that role or Henderson gets hurt. And then he has Tyler Boyd and Rondale Moore and uh, Gerald Everett as a starting tight end. So, you know, a bit weak at tight end, but Everett could surprise some people in that offense. Uh, a lot of high upside guys. I-, I love his team. I think I wish I had Joel's team looking at it right now. Like Gibson right there in the second round is a steal, in my opinion. And then his receivers are are great. I like that he has Edwards and Harris as two options for his flex. I think he did an awesome job. I do want to see after this after this guy took Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey one and two. Let's see how he bounced back. His his running backs are pretty weak. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Miles Gaskin,
0: still starters though. They're not like yeah. flex players, you know. I, I I I think it's not terrible. I actually really like Miles Gaskin. I think he's going to be great this year. I agree. So I'm pretty high on him, but uh, you're right. It's definitely not <laughs> well, at the same level.
1: You definitely feel better about DeAndre Swift if he's your RB two, and you feel better about Gaskin if he's your RB three or flex. But yep. I mean, that's what you get for taking Mahomes and Kelsey. Again, I would have done it, especially in a league that's not super flex. You know, you can wait on QB a bit longer, but uh, he does have Amari Cooper, T Higgins, Jalen Waddle, DJ Chark, uh, and Jacoby Myers as his receivers. So um, a week
0: there too, honestly. Yeah,
1: some young receivers. Then Amari Cooper. Again, I would have taken CD Lamb ahead of Amari Cooper if I was him. Um, so. Not great, and then to rel- if he has to rely on Kenyon Drake or Tony Pollard, that's going to be a bit scary. Um, and then he Deshaun he could Watson, be
0: a, a viable flex though. I I actually think that Higby could be a a viable flex option. Oh, he's I forgot Kel- he took Higby
1: as a backup.
0: Yeah, but he's got Kelsey he- already. So if he starts, you know, he could start two. That this would be a team that I would consider starting two tight ends.
1: See, he might have to, depending, I mean, if his receivers don't work out because he doesn't have another starting running back. But I always hate doing that. Like we have a league together where I had Travis Kelsey, it's a dynasty league. So I had Kelsey and I also had Mark Andrews, who I had drafted a while ago. But the problem is I think when you have a guy like Mark Andrews or a guy like Higby, they're solid as tight ends. But I think if you like do the math, they end up being like wide receiver 40s or 50s. So as a flex, there's a lot of receivers out there that would be better than him. So I always have a hard time with the tight end and the flex, but Higby's a, I was bummed. I was really hoping to get Higby. I think he's great uh, as a backup tight end uh, or something there, but yeah, this has been fun. Uh, Let's go ahead and open up our NBA top shot packs now, and then uh, we can give the pack away too. So I have it up here right here. We can just go ahead and do mine first and then I'll do the giveaway pack and then you can open up yours um everyone drop your let me actually tweet it out right now let people know that we're doing the giveaway um one second you want to do the retweet one for this oh yeah let's do that good call so you have to if you guys want to enter retweet um retweet our tweet with the show in it and we'll pick one of the winners to give the top shot pack to you want to we can pick it in like 24 hours how's that sound yeah, oliver okay so then we can just go ahead and open it and then everyone can enter by retweeting so all right let's see what we got here this is my pack and then the next pack will be the giveaway pack so all right let's see what we got
0: do, 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 do. kings
1: Rashawn holmes All right, 19,789 out of 40,000. Not a bad dunk, let's see.
0: LaMelo, 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 still waiting waiting on it. Carmelo
1: Carmelo Anthony, 10,542 out of 35,000, the newest Los Angeles Laker.
0: Such a prototypical.
1: What do you do in that moment? That's tough.
0: You don't do anything. You just, (laughs) you stay mellow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. And then let's see what we got last here. Brooklyn. Kyrie. Kyrie. Nice. 22,546 out of 40,000. Beautiful.
0: Sauce. Look at the sauce. He's so good. Yikes. I love it. Yeah. All right. All
1: right. I've let, I need to get this ready. So let's actually have you open up your pack now and then I'm going to get the, uh, the other pack ready. I got to go log into the other account. Right
0: there. Can you see that?
1: Let's see. Yes. Let me add it now. All right.
0: All right. Here we go. Uh, click. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> hey,
1: friend of the show, Rudy Gobert. I love it.
0: Great block. Oh, Campazzo. Interesting. Oh, that is a nasty, nasty assist. Oh, man. That's just filthy. Filthy. I like that. I could watch that over and over. Clippers. Batum. I remember this moment getting up to like 40 or $50, I think, during the playoffs when Batum was going off. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. First moments were, were fun to collect during the playoffs. That was an interesting time. Nice. All right. Not too bad. All right, so that
1: tweet is up now. Um, all right, so go to my Twitter account, at Alex Kennedy NBA. And if you retweet this, then you are... Uh, then you are uh, entered. So we will pick someone in 24 hours to give this pack to. And now let's open up the pack so we can show you guys what you're entering to win. Okay. This is the giveaway pack. So one of you guys will win this. Just go retweet that and we'll pick the winner. Let's see what you would win. Start in the middle as always. OKC dunk. Five, 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 five. Look at this. Oh, nice. Let's see. uh, It is SPI. And 5,555 out of 40,000. Just a cool cereal. I don't, I don't yeah. I don't yeah. Think it has any more I was trying to any see anything. if there was significance, but yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, okay, we got a Warriors layup. Molder 9,232 out of 40,000. Solid cereals so far. Yeah, not everything under 10,000. We'll take it. All right, and then last moment. Let's get something big here for the Did giveaway. Us. Oh, Lakers dunk.
0: Anthony Davis, nice
1: one. Oh, we'll take it. Anthony Davis, you get excited when you see that Lakers logo, but 30,417 out of 35,000. Yeah, there you go. LeBron assist to AD. So not too shabby. Again, make sure you guys go over to the NBA Twitter account, retweet that tweet, and you'll be entered to win this pack, and we'll transfer it over in seven days. So we appreciate everyone watching. Uh, enjoy tonight's NFL kickoff. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. That's go the Cowboys. Let's Next go. week, I'm going to come back on here and I'm Let's going go. to celebrate the Bucks win. <laughs> and I will say this. Here's my hot take. They're not just going to win. They're going to win by double digits. So, okay. so here, here's the bet. All right. Okay. I have a bet. All I'm right. If,
0: if the Cowboys do end up winning, I... Or, oh, sorry. no. Oh, no. What happened? What's going on here?
1: Gus Edwards just sustained a sig- potentially significant knee injury. Oh wow! They've had the worst luck with running backs. They've had. What JK did I Dobby. say
0: about Le'Veon Bell earlier? Oh, oh, boy. And who has Le'Veon Bell in all of our leagues? I'm sorry, I should not be celebrating an injury. <laughs> How about I, saying this is, this is no? I, I'm just saying I did pick up Le'Veon Bell in my leagues. Like, I think it was as it announced or before I. Yeah. That, that, it really sucks for Gus Edwards though. This is like the opportunity where running backs get a chance to prove themselves, get a chance to be that number one guy that they've always wanted to be. And Gus has always been behind somebody in
1: Baltimore. Yeah. So Dobbins. It, yes. Yeah. It's, Ingram it's, was it's there. really tough, man. Man, it's, that's cra- It's crazy. Cause they've had the worst luck. JK Dobbins, Justice Hill. And now Gus Edwards. They also apparently on the same, the the play before Marcus Peters had a serious injury. Uh, so they it's brutal for them. It said, our uh, Ian Rapport said um, the Ravens cut their practice short today after Marcus Peters, their cornerback and running back Gus Edwards sustained potentially significant knee injuries on back to back plays. So now J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, uh, brutal for the Ravens, but um, Man, it happened in practice too, right before the game on Sunday. So hopefully he's okay. And you know, that we've seen a few times during the last few weeks, like at Adam Troutman. Yeah. It looked like it was serious. And then now he's gonna play in week one. So hopefully nothing serious. Uh fingers crossed. But we appreciate you guys hanging out. But sorry, I didn't mean to inter- interrupt. What was your bet idea? Oh,
0: yeah. So I was kind of consider what my bet would be. How about this? If if the Cowboys cover the spread tonight. I wait,
1: yeah. I think it's a nine point spread. So I said double digits. Here's
0: here's the deal: here's the deal. Nine point spread. Uh, we'll stick with that. If the Cowboys cover the spread, you will purchase yourself a Cowboy shirt and wear it on the show next week. And if I if the Bucks cover, okay, then I will purchase a Tampa Bay Bucks shirt and wear it on the, the show
1: next week. Let's do it, but let's raise the stakes even more. Oh boy. We do that. We, we wear the other team shirt, whoever loses. Yeah, and by the
0: way, I don't need to spend a hundred dollars on an NFL jersey. I'm not a, no, 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 just person. a, just a shirt
1: just a t-shirt. It, yeah, it, we don't yeah. need much. It does 25 bucks top. or whatever. It, exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: you don't want to spend hundred dollars on a shirt you're never gonna wear again. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so just the shirt, but then <laughs> the winner gets the other one's top shot pack too. So if you win, I'll give you my pack for next week. If my bucks Boom. win, I get your pack. Okay, and that's the nine-point spread, though we're talking about yeah. nine-point spread. Right? Yeah, so I'm talking about the
0: win the, right. if the Cowboys lose by less than nine points. I win, and if they, if the Bucks win by well, basically it's double digits. There's no half points. So
1: if the Bucks win by ten or more, deal. Let's in. do it. Shake cool. on it. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, just a quick update. Adam Schefter said the Ravens fear that Gus Edwards suffered a season-ending ACL injury in today's practice. So, oh. Uh, Poor guy. That's brutal. Like you said, that's like the opportunity of a lifetime. Everyone, I mean, he was going super high in some of these fantasy drafts and then now look what happened. So if anyone's watching this on delay, we didn't know what was happening during the the draft and this was before that news broke, but uh, horrible news. Hopefully he gets second opinion. It looks better, but uh, very tough there. But everyone, enjoy the kickoff tonight. Enjoy Bucks Cowboys. Uh, next week, you're going to see Oliver in a, in a Buck shirt, and uh, that's going to be fun. So we appreciate everyone watching. And until next time, thanks for hanging out with us. Take care.